Okay, it's Beyond the Pew. It is. We're here. We're here. Episode what? This is episode two of 2023. That's right, because we started fresh. Two in 2023. Pastor Steve Bogren's with us. Hello, Pastor everyone. Pastor Reverend Stephen nah, Bogren. Yes. Just, nah. just, he is here. Pastor, what does Bogren's mill? Uh, it's mill. <laughs> means. <laughs> Bogren, my last name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In French. Bogren, right? <laughs> yeah, It means tall and beautiful. Oh, nice. Amen. Does but, that uh, describe you? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Not even the tallness. Steve, you're a veteran of Beyond the Pew. Is my is my third? Yeah, yeah. third or fourth? Yeah. I, is it fourth? It you have fourth. as many experiences as Pastor Bruce has not uh, been here. Uh, <laughs> I've been here for every episode. Even, oh. oh, yep. You have not though, but I have been. Oh, I'm the only I'm the only perfect attendance beyond the pew individual wow. here. Isn't that fitting? Hey, you should get an award. Yes. Yeah, he should get an award. You should get like absolutely. Speaking of awards and rewards, how how playoffs go this weekend for everybody? Yeah, NFL playoffs. Yeah. Browns, how they do? Yeah, it was fun. Oh wait, they weren't in the playoffs. Uh, Pastor Steve, though, the Chargers. Chargers. Big game. We were in it for the first half. Yeah, twenty-seven nothing at halftime. You were really in it in the first half. Second half, you like I took a sabbatical. I don't know what happened, man. Wow, stop playing. That's. I mean, that's a typical Chargers season. It was tough. So if you, you know, as a pastor, if you were to pull like a life analogy out of that game, what would it be? Don't quit. Don't quit. You think they quit? Yeah. Wow. Don't quit. I, think, I mean, it is like. But they play. They were playing though. They were playing. So how did they quit? Oh, this choke, man. They choke. Yeah. Even they said they said they choke. So that your illustration would be don't choke. Don't choke. Love that. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't yeah. don't don't get lazy. Don't well, Chargers are eliminated. Uh, yes. The Browns didn't make it, but you know who was still in the playoffs? The barely. Oh. Uh, the the Buffalo Bills were still in the playoffs. But were you scared at barely. all? At any point Absolutely. of the game? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, okay. But is, Absolutely. isn't that like tells you a lot, though, about the Bills so that you guys almost lost to the Buffalo with a third string quarterback? The Dolphins. Or the Dolphins, the Dolphins? By, a, by a third, a third string quarterback? It's playoffs, man. Anything can happen in the playoffs. It's a whole new season. It's a whole, whole new season. season. Yeah, so. look up. I mean, Tom Brady, when he won with the Patriots, uh, they showed like the combined games that they won by. He like won by like three points here, mm-hmm. three points there, yeah. three points there. It's playoffs. Anything can happen. Anything I mean, you would know that, happen. but the Browns don't make the playoffs ever. Yeah. But it's so typically what can happen. Be, what will be your your analogy if you as a passer out of that game that you saw? David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Yep, David and Goliath. But you are Wait, the, you're, you're the Goliath. Dolphins are Goliath. Yeah, but in this case, in this case, David. In this case, in this case, David still lost. David still lost. Hey, listen, we're talking about what community. Are you we're talking about we're talking about community today. Uh, we're talking about community today, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, and so we have Pastor Steve Bogan here, who is our discipleship pastor. And an expert in community. And an expert. Right. And okay, if yeah. anybody has any questions about community, he's, he's the, the guy, guy to go. He's the guy Do you read a lot of books on community? Yeah. Do you really? What's yep. your favorite book on community? Right now is Life in Community. Oh. Life in Community. Number two. Who's written by? Uh, Dustin Wells. Okay. Dustin the second Wells. one uh, is by Jeremy. I forgot his last name. But it's about uh, life-giving groups. That's nice. another good one. Group. Maybe we should put this. I think we've done this in the past where we put in the description. The books. Uh, yeah. The books. When life we in community and, and yeah. life-giving we'll community. So you will highly community. recommend them. Those two. Yeah. What What? What are some, like, two takeaways of each books? Why are they so so cool? They just talk about, the, the, like, because a lot of times we have this, you know, this dream of what community looks like. And then sometimes when we go into the community, it's not what we wanted mm-hmm. and we kind of give up. I think that's why a lot of people just kind of give up, mm-hmm. like the Chargers. But, uh... They just, it's not what they wanted. But, uh, but these mm. books kind of give the perspective, the realistically, biblically, what a, what community should mm. look like. Uh, all of our home groups, our connect groups, read Life in Community last yeah. fall. Mm. Uh, and I think, I think a lot of people, it changed their mindset of what community 
the 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 goal of what community should mm. look like and what to expect when you're in a com- in community as mm. well. So and then the life giving one just talks about the purpose of caring for one another, but also multiplying those groups so more people can join uh, into yep. those communities. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, life okay. and community is a great book. I've read that yeah. one. Yeah. With our connect group, yep. I haven't yeah. read the other one though. Yeah. So, yeah, I will attest to too. Our connect group read it. And everybody had good feedback. Yeah. It wants to read it's it. It's my favorite it's book. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Well, we've talked about last week as we kind of had an introduction to community that mm-hmm. we see community as being a necessary component of every person's life, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. People desire community. Mm-hmm. Um, they benefit from community. And one of the, I guess, questions that we talked a little bit about last week, but at the same time we wanted to kind of you know, bring back up today to ask your opinion on Steve is as much as community is commanded in Scripture, as mm-hmm. much as people would recognize they need it. I mean, if I asked you guys, hey, do you need community? You know, obviously, everybody, anybody that you ask that to, hey, would you like community? You want to be on an island isolated? There are some people who'd rather be isolated, but most people, they want community. But why is it that so few people pursue community? Mm -hmm. Um, And we talked a little bit about how there is a responsibility on a person's part to Mm -hmm. seek out community, pursue it. Why do so few people seem to pursue community? Yeah, I think a lot of it's because, I mean, sometimes it could be messy. Especially when you're with other believers, you know, other people, uh, you don't know. Like, I've been in groups that, man, people are going through hard times. And, you know, a lot of our time was focusing on that couple, whatever they're going through, that struggle. Uh, and I, I think also a lot of people value their time more than money. I know it sounds kind of weird, but, yeah. but I'm saying, like, people are more willing to give to things. Okay, yeah, I'll give that. But if they say, give us two hours of your time, they're like, I don't know. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I got, yeah. I got this, I got this, I got this. But I'll give 100 bucks, like, instead of going. So I think it's just they value their time so well because we are busy people, which is not bad. But if it's hindering us from wanting to be in community, that's where the trouble can be. So I think mm. a lot of it has to do with the value of the time of, of man, putting effort in it. I think you guys talked about yeah. it last yeah. week. Of like, That's why a lot of people, they want to be in community, but the problem is they're not putting in the effort yeah. of finding the community yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, or being patient with it as well. So yeah. so I think it's that. It's like the value of time working. Like, man, like oh, I got my own problems. I don't want to you know, help others as well. I got to figure my own thing. Yeah. But also I think sometimes we're on unpatient you know, with, with community, like, let it, let yeah. just grow. Yeah. Know? And I think that's, that's interesting because like, if you have not found community, like a good solid community, right. You are not in, enti- there's nothing that will entice you to really dive in and, 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 and do everything that you have to do to be able to build that solid community. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you at one point had solid community, but it somehow ended up going, ended up in, in a bad way like it did like maybe there was some tension towards the end of the friendship or the community that make you like get burned out or like mm. distant then you can you also get in a position where you're like man like what what's the point like is it even worth it like is it worth my time is yeah. it worth doing this i already did it one time and didn't turn out that well yeah. you know uh, and i think that to your point like time is of essence when it comes to community like mm. people are more hesitant to to give it yeah yeah no i agree with that and i think Sometimes we can have a mix-up of our priorities, yep. right? And so I think it. our current culture caters to a lack of community because we have so many other tasks to take care of, yep. right? And so in any given day, people have the list of tasks they want to accomplish, whether it's professionally, personally, whatever it may be. And typically what doesn't make our list of priorities is community with other people for the sake of having community, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It, there has to be a purpose behind it that fulfills a personal goal or a professional goal or a health goal or yeah. whatever 
and not necessarily simply because as human beings that need community with others, mm-hmm. we just need to have purposeful time of just interaction and community with others without necessarily an agenda yeah. that we're trying to check off from a list. And, yep. and so we can fall victim to busyness. We can fall victim to priority lists. We can fall victim to so many things that then rob us of authenticity in community yeah. yep. because true community is community that we have obviously for our well-being and the well-being of others and for growth but we also don't want to look at community as just a checklist thing we yeah. want it to look at as as truly a a beneficial on both sides mm-hmm. atmosphere and event mm-hmm. that we leave feeling refreshed not necessarily feeling like we accomplished a task yep. yeah. and and it can be easy to mix those up you know people yeah. even when it comes to our connect groups for example if it's just another thing we do another night of the week, chances are we can look at connect groups as like, oh, man, I got connect group tonight, yeah. as opposed to, oh, great, okay. I got connect group tonight, yep. right? And those yeah. are two different perspectives yeah. you could have in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you see that as yeah. far as with people who maybe aren't connected or that maybe have complaints about connect groups, that sometimes there's more of an agenda yep. personally than there is just community agenda? Yeah, I mean, there's some, you know, like our connect groups, they're, the curriculum, whatever, is sermon-based, you know, so... Yep. I think a lot of people, you know, there's some in the groups that I've been in the past, uh, they just, their whole goal is let's get through these questions and we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, let's pray through it. And there's no sense of, hey, how are you doing? Like, yep. how, I, no, I know one of our connect groups here, what they do um, one week, they have a normal meeting. And then the second week, they do like a family checkup. They just mm-hmm. say, hey, how's everyone doing? That's and then also they yeah. do, hey, how can we reach our community? Mm-hmm. Like, what is something that we, which is kind of the goal. I don't want to like sidetrack, but that's kind of the goals of one of our 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 desires for our connect group is to be more visible in the community serving together. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's that is like, you know, and I think it's like, I know we talk about this, Bruce, like we, as, I don't know if it's the American mindset Christian, but when we're done with one study or something, we want to, we're ready to move on to something else. Sure. Yeah. Right. And so, so we don't allow to, like even God's word to kind of just change our hearts mm. and even share it. Uh, which you've shared with me, like your connect group has been really opening up. And we, I just started a connect group uh, this this year, and it's probably the fastest like connection with people I've had in a while. And the reason is because man, they're just opening up. Yeah. They're they're, yeah. they're yeah. willing to share. They're willing to take the time to, you know, just hey, this is what God is doing in my life. And I, yeah. and I think when we don't have an agenda going into the agenda, but just saying, you know what, I just want to get to know these people and see how. I can invest in them and they can invest in me. I think our attitudes will be completely different mm, sure. um, when we go into like, yeah. oh, it's connect group night. But like, yeah, yeah okay, let's go. Yeah. It's like we get to so, live life. Yeah. So you have hinted to an aspect of community, which is like small groups, right? Mm-hmm. Like coming from the church. Will you say that like when you when we use the term community, do you, will you will you say that there is like a a target like size of of group that will make something a community? Like, is it like does it have to be four? Or does it have to be two? Like yeah. You say that there's like a criteria for that to make something a community. Uh, I do, uh, especially like so. I'm big like discipleship groups, and I tell people who are discipling the people no more than five in a group, counting the leader, mm-hmm. just because I, I don't know what it is. Like I've done like groups, small groups of guys, like seven, and no one speaks. Like no one really mm-hmm. shares. Like oh, this is what I'm going through. But when I took two guys away, started another group, and just had three, man, it's just like the floodgates are open. They're going. And I think that also happened. I've had some leaders in the past tell me, like, hey, yeah, we had 15. It was great, but we added, like, five more, and it completely, like, people got silent. Mm, sure. Uh, because, you know, I, I don't know, because of the size yeah. of it. Uh, and so so I do think, like, for us, 
Uh, when I told my art leaders here in Maranatha, it's like depending on the house where they're at, how big they can, but no more than 20 mm. is the goal. Because uh, yeah. I see that's the perfect amount yeah. of people willing to share and not be intimidated yeah. by a large group in front. Uh, so I do think having the right you know, number size of people in it does depend on the people yeah. willing to share. Yeah. <clears throat> like for us, it's like I think we just have 10, and it's just like people share every yeah. week. No one's like silent. Yeah. You know? So you have John Doe who is attending a, a small group uh, for the last five years. Mm-hmm. In his mind, he's actually in community. He's living in community, but. Uh, in reality, when you look at the things that are happening or the things that he's doing, he's just more like an attendee. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if we to put it into the perspective of Sunday morning, like someone who comes through the doors on Sunday, sits in the pew, takes in what there is being taught, and then they leave and don't do anything with that, yeah. right? So what, are, what will be some signs for that young doe that has been attending a small group or is part of a community for him to realize, well, I may be part of it, but I'm not actually living life in community yeah. like what are some signs for that i think one is like not knowing the people in your group well like i mean if you don't even know their birthdays like <laughs> you know remember that's not the relationship is not building there because if you just go in thinking i'm just going to get this kind of like we said just a checklist but not invest in people's lives i don't think you're getting the community part mm. uh, because the question would be i'll ask him like when you are in hard times who do you turn to mm. you know because i know sure. like in the past like one of the hardest things when we moved from Texas to here was leaving our, our connect group, a home group, because they were just like, man, when someone had a problem, like I remember one time Jess was sick during, uh, my wife Jess was, <laughs> was sick during Thanksgiving. Uh, I just texted our connect group leader, said, hey, like Jess is having a fever, just pray. All of a sudden, like 30 minutes later, I heard a knock on my door, and like they came in, hey, we want to take the kids to our house, and we bought your groceries. Like, and then, like, every day a different family was checking up on us and making sure we were good. Or when we we're going, when my mom went through cancer, like, my group was there. So my question mm-hmm. would be with him, like, man, who do you go to when you're going through hard times? Because I think that is one of the reasons you're in a community, and that's why God doesn't want us to be alone, is because when we are alone and we're going through hard times, that's when Satan can, man, he can just mm-hmm. take us, you know, and forget who is in control of, mm-hmm. of everything, you know. But when you're in a community... And investing well, like getting to know your people, like, man, taking maybe <clears throat> one person from your group out for coffee or just hanging out and get to know them a little more. So when they're going to hard times, they can call you or you're going to hard times, you mm. call them. So my question would be that, like, how are you investing? Yeah. And not just coming, saying hi, shaking hands, mm. give a little prayer request as much as you can yeah. so they don't know who, what's going on, and then you're gone. Like, yeah. my question would be, are you investing, <clears throat> allowing them to invest in you as well? So. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really interesting because... I, you know, it is so easy to to be part of something, but actually not be invested. Yeah. To be to attend. I mean, I can think of some settings where, like, you maybe you're part of a community, and all that you do is either you host, or maybe when somebody else is hosting, you bring the drinks, or you mm-hmm. bring the food, or you do something like that. But there's not really that like interaction between the two individuals, or between individuals investing in individuals. Yeah. You know. So one one of the things that we do in our in our kind of group that's been working really well is like, so we pray all together. As a group, we meet every other Sunday, and then we go over the sermon, like, as prayer requests. But at the end, the men and women separate. And so that's been a really, 
man, like even the men, like just like just share, <clears throat> like just share, uh, mm. and just what's going on. Like you know, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. Like, That's good. but for some reason, when we're all together, like you don't hear that from More the men's side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that's been one of the great things for we as the men in my connect group got to know each other. Even like, or even our texts, like we have a text, you know, thread going on. Like they just, hey man, you know, you know, John praying for you. I know you pray for this. Hopefully, you pray with your son. You know, and so that's been a great. Uh, tool, I guess, or thing that we do in our connect group where we can invest in each other and really know what's going on in our lives and stuff. So, yeah, that's no, no, good. Yeah, now, Pastor Bruce, you've been in, in ministry for 45 years, 50, right? Uh, 50? That's what we, 50, 50, okay. little, oh, little, little less than that. So, in all of your years, like, will you say that there's like a number for community in your experience that you see? Like, could you say that two individuals doing life together is that will that qualify as a community? Or does it will it require you know kind of like we're two like you know how two or three are gathering my name, <laughs> so I'll be in the midst, right? Is that kind of like that, or is it like you have to be five or, or, or ten? I don't know. What what would you say in your experience? Yeah, I mean, I as the elder statesman here. Um, That's right. So so old. Yeah. Um, I think Facts. you referred to me as Show them your shoes. Grandpa earlier. Uh, but um, yeah, I would say a couple of things. One, the context of what two or three are gathered in our name, that's completely out of context. I, 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 People <laughs> use it all the time. It's specifically in reference to church discipline. It's church discipline. It's ironic because like, isn't God omnipresent? So technically, he's, he's everywhere. Correct. So in Matthew he's 18, limited but in to Matthew 18 where two or three gathered in my name, it's in response to church discipline, confrontation regarding sin. People use it all the time, though, about, like, God's with us because there's two of us here. Well, he's with you well, he's even always if there. it's just one of you. Uh, but, yeah, by very Not definition, you can't have community if you don't have at least two people. Yeah. Right? So you need to have at least two individuals in order to have community with others mm -hmm. um, because you can't really have just community with yourself as yeah. being others. Um, but obviously I would say you'd have a minimum of two people maximum. I guess it depends on the individual. It depends on what you're trying mm -hmm. to accomplish in that community. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, so you have community of believers that meet throughout, you know, the world and some have, you know, a handful of believers and others have thousands of believers and they have a community together and within those communities are smaller communities and smaller communities. But I guess it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, I see the benefits of, of both, right. A very small, yeah directed communities of people that are there for purposes of accountability and purposes of sharpening one another. There are communities of people that are just there because they want to encourage one mm -hmm. another. You can do that in a large setting. You can do that in a small setting. Yeah. Um, but if you look at a lot of the commands in scripture that talk about all the one and others we touched on last week, mm -hmm. but even if you look at the calling on the believer, there, there's always like a calling collectively on the church, right? Yeah. Individually, but also collectively. Mm -hmm. um, you think about Ephesians chapter five, Ephesians five, one says, be imitators of God as dear children. Well, both of those, those terms are plural, mm -hmm. be imitators, plural of God as dear children, plural. And so there's a collective calling mm -hmm. on the body of Christ that we would imitate God, that we would be followers of Christ, mm -hmm. that we would be like him. But then there's also individual responsibility in doing that as well. Work out your own salvation, yeah. Paul said, with fear and trembling, yeah. right? It's God who works in you individually, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And so there's, there's a perspective of the individual responsibility before God, but also the collective responsibility as a whole. And we need one another in carrying out both. Uh, mm -hmm. So even as I look at my own life, introspective, look at what I'm doing, 
there's necessity for accountability from others that can speak yeah. truth into my life, mm-hmm. as is the case for me speaking truth into others' lives. Yeah. I can't do that devoid of community. I can't uh, see all of the one another's accomplished uh, outside of community. I can't fulfill the responsibility God's given to me to exercise the gifts that he's given to me for the edification of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Even the exercising of our gifts speaks to the necessity of community mm-hmm. because otherwise I'm exercising my gift for the benefit of me. Yeah. Um, that's not what I'm called to do. And so yeah. um, is there a number? No, I don't I don't think there's a particular number, yeah. but obviously depending on the individuals, depending on what the task is before them, what's being accomplished, there are different types yeah, of communities. For sure. So, so Pastor Steve, as the expert on community, or the... the most, the most renowned the, expert, the renowned expert on community. It's you and then John MacArthur. What is no, 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 What would you say, like, like, if you could sum it up, sum, summarize it, maybe let's put it, let's play this little game in five words, hmm. like five different words that will correct, correct, how do you say that? Characterize, nailed it. Um, that will what? Characterize, categorize, yeah. The Final word. Uh, yeah, community. So, like, what are five things? Why five words? Why, yeah. Why the five words? Why five? Like, I don't know. Just fun. Just play okay. the game. Come on. Five right. words that you would say. Play the like, game. I would say See, my, just play I would, the game. Like, play the game. If I was doing my wife, I would say lovely, smile. Uh, oh, one word for each thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were doing like a what? sentence. No, what would, no, we're not doing no sentence. What was lovely and smile? Yeah, like, she has a beautiful smile. Oh, But it's one word, so smile. Your wife, Jenny. Your wife. Jenny. You mean Jenny. 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 Yeah. Jenny you just said your wife, Jennifer, but you didn't say her name. Yeah. Jenny. Well, it's my okay. wife. She knows. I understand. In the forget it. In the past, <laughs> on this very podcast, I was <laughs> criticized because I would refer to my wife as my wife, and I was asked, "How come you never say your wife's name?" So I was. Oh, uh, what is your wife's you, name? Shoshana. But I was just oh. asking why you didn't say your Does wife's name. Does she have name. a middle name? She does. What is it? I'm, that's not oh, necessary okay. for me to broadcast for people the around world. the world to hear. That's so true. Where is that around the world? Identity theft, man. Around the world. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Identity theft is a real thing. Five words. Play the game, Steve. Five words. Five words. Play the game, Steve. All right. Caring. Caring. What are we talking about, by the way? Community. Not your wife. Not my wife. Yeah. So we're talking about community. We're talking about... Wow. Wow. You guys are scoring all kinds of points here. Yeah, we're Loving is that same thing? Caring, loving. What you uh, say? Well, you're the one coming up with the yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, All right, you, caring, you, you gotta explain it. Yeah. Do you, you want to do that in that game? You want to add that rule to the game? Do you want to explain? T- it? Sure How game. long we have this podcast? Yeah, All right, we'll explain this. All right, caring. Why caring? Caring. Love. Uh, I don't know. Not joking. Uh, caring for one another. Others' needs, burdens. Caring for you know when people are in, in trouble. So being there for each other. Uh, loving. Loving. Uh, living out the living out the one another's. Loving, caring for them. Uh, being over there even. You know, when it's difficult times, you know, being mm-hmm. there for them, showing the love, and not just saying it, but showing it. Mm-hmm. Third is devotion, because uh, like Acts two talks about the love. It it just says they were devoted to this, 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 and the wow. word devotion is big. So being devoted to each other, being devoted to the call that God has in that, you know, that that group of community. Uh, number four will be, um, uh, let me see, man, you got me that one. Yeah. So three, four will be. Uh, this is, by the way, off the cuff. Like, I know. We didn't rehearse this. I should have. I should have yeah. known it was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, because I can. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, you can stick with three. You don't have to come three? up with five. No, That's like, my if game. it's gonna be superficial, what do we want? It to is do? gonna be superficial. Well, those three. There's not much five things. Ask the professional. Yeah. I'm not a professional. <laughs> uh, what? Look, Sir, to, to say look at him trying yeah. to feed you. Worship. Words. I was gonna say worship, like worshiping the Lord together. Okay. What does that look like? Huh? What does that look like? Singing. 
<laughs> Sometimes yeah. singing or yeah. just uh, acts of worship of helping people in here as well. And then um, I lost the, another one. Um, yeah, serving, like evangelism, I was going to say. Mm. Like, like, evangelistic. <laughs> yeah. Evangelistic. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. You know, like being out there, so. No, that's good because here's like, kind of like the, the story behind like the silliness of the five things. It's because... We, we have to know whether or not we're in actually in a, in a good community. Like, it's so easy for us to be, uh, to fall into the illusion that we are in a community. And even, even communities that are part of, like, like, like the church organized, like, mm -hmm. or, or, or are sponsored by the church. Like, it may feel, we could be far, part of that. It may feel like we're part of that. But in reality, you know, it's not really a community. We're just people coming together and hanging out. There's a big distinction yeah. of that between that and what actually community is supposed to look like. You got two more. Can I do seven? What? Can I do seven? Can I do seven? Oh, see, <laughs> see, he had like acting out for five. Honesty, yeah. being honest, and accountability will be that Oh, too. it's good. What does Pastor Bush always say? Never about accountability. What do you say? You're only accountable, accountable to the amount that you want to be accountable. Dang. Yeah. Worth of wisdom. It's true. Yeah. Do you have any big sayings? Nope. No. <laughs> no, but that yeah, that's it. Now, what was what? Why is it that here's one thing that I'm, I've come across, and 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 this some of it has been even with young adults. Um, you look at the one another, like clearly it's it's a two way street, right? But why is it that often when it comes to community, it feels like it's a one way street? Either you are the person that is always given. Or you are the person that you're only receiving. Yeah. But not often we find ourselves in communities where it's like we're given just as much as we're taking from others. Yeah, I think a lot of, I mean, it depends on the person. But I mean, you guys, you guys hit it last week with the social media. I think a lot, of, a lot has to do with, like, it's all about me. Mm. You know, like, and I have to remind people that, especially people who are interested in being the connectors. Like, listen, I know you're going to have your problems as well. But don't let that distract you from caring, you know, for others as well. Because mm. just because you're in the same issue, there might be someone else that you can help through that, mm. you know. So, so I think a lot of times why people, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's only a one way street sometimes is giving because they they just think about themselves, and mm. it's hard for them to uh, and whatever you know the reason why behind whatever situation they're in. But a lot of times people just don't want to or don't know how to or just they're more just fixed on themselves of of getting the attention on them mm. and then helping someone mm. else. So mm. I would say that's. Probably one of the reasons why it's only one way street at times. Yeah, and and if someone just gives, it's because they don't want people to be part of what's going on in their lives. That's interesting. So yeah. you will say that there is, there are those that they're really good at giving, but more than just to give because of that, because they want to be faithfully given. And by giving, we see we're, we mean like they're they're investing in other people's life. They're doing that as a way of safety. Like I want to say everybody, but, but no, no, there, yeah, there are some that there's do some that. like that because there, there's some like. There's some pe individuals in my life where, like, they like, oh man, they're faithful giving, they're there serving, and then boom, some. I was like, what? Like, yeah, how come you didn't tell me? I, was like, oh, I didn't want, I didn't want anybody to, to know that with that, that struggle. Yeah. yeah, and but that way that he, you know, they they hit it was by giving, 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 because mm. everybody thought, okay, look at them, like they have a heart of giving. Yeah. Which again, it's not everybody. I'm just saying there are some. There are some yeah. that, that's, like, that yeah. that's why it's only they just give mm. and don't want to receive. You yeah. know, so. Who goes back to that aspect you kind of hinted on that honesty and, mm. and, and honesty. accountability yeah you do have to be honest you do have to you know, try to portray that you are more than what you actually are but also be willing to come to somebody yeah 
and share your burdens with one another. And I would say that, like, if anybody's watching, like, if anybody's watching, everybody's watching this. But uh, <laughs> if they want, if anybody on this want to watch is, is want to be in a connect group, another thing I would say is just, man, be patient. Like, because being in a community, especially if you don't know anybody in the community, like, it takes time. Maybe that's word number eight. Just, like, take time uh, of just get to know people. <laughs> number nine, be patient. Look at that, man. I'm going. I'm going. That's yeah, bonus. That's bonus. Like, bonus. They were saying that everything you said <laughs> were superficial. You know, in 40 years, 45 years, he said that of those, all those five were superficial. But I think, I think that's why a lot of people as well get off of community because it's like, man, like, they only tried it for two weeks. And they're like, nah, like. It takes time. It, it just really takes time, and, sure. and and it takes work. Like you guys talking about last week, it's just what are you willing to put in if you want that 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 yeah. community. So, yeah. uh, speaking of community, uh, are we starting community soon? If you're part of Marinata, are you, is that already started, or is that going to be starting? You mean connect like, groups or? or connect groups? Yeah, yeah, like they they started three weeks ago. Like, they started three yeah. weeks ago, but you can still. They're can, still and, able to yeah. join in. We got some groups that are still. We got one group who is wanting more people in their in their connect yeah. group. That's they actually meet right here by the church. So, yeah. so going. you obviously, and we can maybe end with this unless you have anything else to say, Pastor Bush, because you're an expert on this. You obviously are passionate about this, and you've seen it in your life. Mm -hmm. But Pastor Bruce, like, what would be your like, uh, what would be your your appeal to people that? Are they're hearing? Maybe they have tried and it failed, or maybe they're afraid to try. They never done it, but they're afraid of doing it because they don't want to let people in. Uh, what would your appeal as to why they should try it out again? Community. I uh, tell them to quit being selfish. Um, wow. Because <laughs> I mean, that's your word. Five words. Yeah. <laughs> selfish. Nine. Selfless. <laughs> sacrificial. Ooh. Uh, you, he was thinking like, like, yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah. Alliter alliteration. <laughs> alliteration, yeah. Uh, no, I would, uh, tongue-in-cheek, quit being selfish. I would say <laughs> there has to be a perspective with people when it comes to community that it can't just be all about what you want, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes we can, we can pass on what is good and what is beneficial and what is necessary because it's not ideal, right, in our own minds, our own hearts. So um, it, it can't just be about us. We have to recognize, and this goes back to what Steve was saying, it is a two-way street, and there's fault in both perspectives that I'm only coming because I need to serve just as much as there's fault and I'm only coming because I want to be served. Mm -hmm. So, so <clears throat> there needs to be a proper perspective that it just can't be all about what I want. I have to recognize the necessity of community not only because it will benefit me, and, and I'm called to that, but also it will be a benefit to others. And so hmm. when I come hmm. into community and what I would tell anybody that's considering community is you may be thinking, I'm not taking community because I don't need it. Maybe you think you don't, but other people do. And so we have to look at it from the perspective of not only what I receive, but also what I can impart to others. And so there's a selflessness that has to be involved in that, um, where clearly it will be a benefit for me to be in community for hmm. myself. But yeah. there's a greater benefit that I need to focus on as well to the body of Christ as a whole but other individuals as well. Yep. You know, there's people that we can impact, we can be a benefit to, we can serve, we can encourage in community that if we isolate ourselves and left to ourselves, that we never will. Hmm. And so maybe people don't feel like they necessarily need it for their well-being. You do, even if you don't think you do, you do. But then enter community simply because you know others need it. Yep. And, and then I think people will be surprised by how much they're impacted, even if that's not the initial reason they think they're entering into it. So... Yep. It's a two-way street. You know, yeah. we both have to benefit. We should benefit. We should be okay with benefiting. 
but we also have to have this perspective mm-hmm. of how we can serve others. Yeah, yeah. you go like yeah. today at lunch at La Loma. If you haven't hit there, hit that up. But um, I had, I'm are a, you advertising it? I'm advertising La Loma, huh? La Loma. Yeah, you man. stand by it. I stand by it, man. Okay. Favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant. I would in, say. In, in and Menchie's is second. You know what I'm saying? Menchie's. Wait, wait, you like La Loma better wait. than Menchie's? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say La Loma. But Menchie's really? is your second favorite restaurant. I love like, burgers, man. Around here? Yeah, like yeah. Good yeah. burger. I think they have a favorite burger there. Yeah. What number? Are you number two? You're trying to say double. Pops double. Pops double. Are you trying to go for the all fifty? I'm trying to go all fifty. Where you at now? Huh? I'm at I think four. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, right. going anyways to that lunch meeting I had today. Yeah. <laughs> but we were talking about community, and he, you know, he was saying like, when he was in the connect group home group at the time, like it like man helped his marriage. Like even he didn't think about it going into it, but it helped his marriage so much. Just like during hard times, uh, just just individually as well, like the accountability, having the group that he has to go to mm-hmm. and be honest with. So much so that he said, "Man, I want to be a connect group leader as well because of the benefit of mm-hmm. of being in community that he saw. Yeah. Like, man, it, it helped me. It saved yeah. my. I mean, it encouraged my life, my marriage. And so he was telling, I want to tell everybody to be in community. Like he was mm-hmm. just telling me that. Like it's he sees the importance of community. And it, you know, sometimes it's hard. Like you said, like. I don't want to. Go, I don't want to go to Connect Group. I don't want to go with this. But, but if you go with the right the right mindset of hey, I want to invest and I want to be invest, like I think you will see the result mm. in a big way. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's excited awesome. Steve got when we started talking about Menchies and yeah, Lolo when yeah. he was all excited. Hey, man. hey yeah. what's up? Yeah. Awesome. He's ready to go. Yeah. Hey man, that's good. The yeah. quesadilla, fajita quesadillas, Lolo, heat it up. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Well, this is good. I mean, this is yeah, beneficial. This is I think it's. Yep. It's good to hear from our discipleship pastor yeah. at Maranatha Thanks for having me. about community and about yeah. groups and how there's a consistency to what we want to see happen there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for anybody listening that maybe has been a little bit shy or a little bit hesitant about seeking community, and some of it's because they don't want to feel selfish of them mm-hmm. in seeking community for their well-being, couple that, balance that out with how you also can be a blessing to yeah. people as you seek community. Yeah, for sure. And, and there's reasons to be involved in it from for that sure. perspective as for well. Sure. So, yeah. uh, Before we ask, before you ask the final question, right? Is that, is he, he's asking He's the guest. Yeah, he's he can ask that question. Um, what is your, so what is your email or what, or how, or know your email, <laughs> if you don't want to give it out, uh, what it. maybe, uh, what is one way that if, you know, if you're part of Maranatha Bible Church and you're not in that community, but you would like to be in a yep. community and, or you have questions, more questions about community and they would like to talk to you as the discipleship pastor who oversees community. Uh, how will they, how can they do that? Yeah, they can go to our website, NBC95.org and then find connect groups. Uh, and there are a couple of videos that talk about our purpose of connect groups, how to sign up to be in the, con- in the connect group. And my emails there as well, Steve Bogren at nbc 95org okay. You also so, got videos up that you... Yeah, yeah I got videos. videos. A lot of videos. <laughs> Hollywood over there. I got, I got <laughs> videos. Best friends? Okay. I got videos that explain the purpose of community yeah. here yeah. in Maranatha and what we're That's trying good. to accomplish. So, so please awesome. be part of a community. And yeah. if people have questions that they want to text in, Yes. As far as to text us if you have questions about community Absolutely. or things concerning community that you want us to talk about. Yeah. You can text us, and there's a great number to text us. It is 330-331-54-53. Sorry, 6453. 6453. Nailed, Nailed it. it. First time. Excellent. Why don't you repeat it one more time? 330-331-6453. Got it. Got it. So Hello. Excellent, Steve. What's the question? We we like to end with. What is your life like beyond the pew? We do hope it's honoring the Lord. Go Bills this weekend. I know everybody's a Bills fan this Go weekend, yeah. and uh, we'll see you next week.